Hey, big guy. When's the last time you got a love letter? That's what we're talking about today. I'm Eric West, Utah real estate agent. Jason Christie Hansen, mortgage lender. Tyler Kazare, Utah real estate agent. And I received something today, and I wonder what you guys think of it. Jason, take a look at that. What is that a love letter? I think so. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Seller, my husband and I love your home. His mother, who will be living with us, recently immigrated here from Mexico. She will be living with us to help with our autistic daughter. We've heard great things about your ward. Sincerely, Jamal. That's a great letter. It's a great letter. Touching, heartstrings. This is why the home matters. It's it super honest. It's just personable. It was yeah. super cringy. Was it lengthy? There were, cringy? There were all kinds of problems in this thing, guys. You felt them. No. Steve you loves Jamal. Steve does love Jamal in this letter. What's yeah. wrong? I so. mean, <laughs> besides the seven huge ones. Yeah. Well, right. all the protected classes, right? So, Race, color, religion, national origin, sex, marital, familial status, and disabilities slash handicap. There you go. Not good. Yeah. This, this in the, in the short space of just a few sentences, this particular letter hit every one of the protected classes. And under fair housing, that's a problem. Big problem. Yeah. So the problem is this, like, um, that may or may not make a difference to the sellers. Mm-hmm. They may or may not care. Um, it may tug at their heartstrings. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, let's get right into it. So as a buyer, why should the buyer care about that? Okay, well, great question. Okay, so let's actually talk about each of the four, right? There's buyers, buyer's agents, sellers, and seller's agents, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about from the perspective of the buyer. If there's a buyer, if you're the buyer in this transaction, here's the question. Do you want all of the other offers potentially to have a leg up on your offer? If you are running by the rules and playing by fair housing rules, you do you want the other players in the market to have a leg up on you? And the answer is no. It's defeating your offer if you don't recognize and put out there that there may be other uh, offers that are not playing by the rules. Well, even so, how do you know that the sellers are going to respond positively to any of your specifics? Yeah. What if, what if for whatever reason, somebody reads this letter, the seller reads this letter and they are just amazingly uncomfortable with something in that letter. Yeah. And, and, and you've given them a lot of, of sudden, Now they're like, oh, I'm not letting that guy move into my house for X, Y, Z. Now discrimination has happened. You have offered them an opportunity to discriminate against you. Yes. And that's no bueno. For yeah. Offer. yeah. And so as a buyer, why would you want to take that chance of losing the house when it really doesn't pertain to the contract of what you wrote? Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's not there. And that's something that your buyer's agent should have informed you on. Right. Because that's a risk. The buyer's agent, that's their whole job is to make sure that your offer looks as good as possible to the sellers. And most likely they've agreed to not discriminate or provide a place for discrimination to occur. Exactly. Yeah. If they're an agent, obviously they, they have agreed to that. They're a realtor. It's part of, yeah, it's part of their code them. of ethics. Yeah. They, they have to do that. So. You know, we'll, we'll talk more about code of ethics in another video, <laughs> but there's the other side as well. What about the sellers? Why is this a problem for the sellers? Well, let's talk about the seller's agent first. 
Because obviously, I mean, same code of ethics, right? They're they're licensed. They're supposed to represent well. Uh, this is a problem. They could um, be subject to disciplinary action, right? Yeah. But the sellers is just, I mean, they're civilian, right? No problems there. Oh no, there's there's problems there. They can get sued directly. Uh-huh. Um, they can be sued in party with their client, the sellers. But how themselves. could you prove anything? Like, how would you know that they discriminated for a protected class? Well, and that's a good point. Well, if do you, you want to take that chance? You, Are you ready to go to court? Yeah, and defend that over over the do situation. You, the you do might you very that? well win in court, yeah. but it might be in two court. years from now and, who knows? and $50,000 yeah. later. And, and that's the side of it is on the seller's agent. I mean, that's why both the seller and the buyer are paying you. Yeah, You are there to help them understand that because I mean, I've had clients straight up tell me, hey, I want this house to go to a certain family, to a I good want, family. I want to discriminate on these yes. these classes. And, the and you, yep. you as an agent can't right. just sit there and go, well, well, okay, you know. This is why you make the you, big you, money. You know, you hired me. So, no, you have to have put your foot down and say, you can't do that because of this. Right. You are opening yourself up to this. And whether you've been an agent for 10, 15, 20 years and you've never been taken into court, you know, hey, that's yeah, great. Congratulations. Yeah. But it happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. All the time. At least disciplinary action. Yeah. A fine. Exactly. Having your license be revoked. Um, and and it's it's just not worth it to open yourself up to that point. And there's way better ways to set your offer apart. So your your client says, Hey, I want to discriminate on these protected classes. You say, possibly not. This is what can happen if you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead, let me show you ways you can discriminate. Ah, and the real value comes out. And this is where agents who are good at their craft really so, set themselves apart. So wait, you're gonna tell your clients <laughs> how to discriminate? Like that, that we just said, don't discriminate. Well, we're gonna tell you how to discriminate on the right things. Is there any rule or law against discriminating on price? No. How about yeah, most agents do discriminate on price? Yeah. That's like the number one thing. Yeah, you should. <laughs> but it's not the only thing. Yeah. Because some Longs. clients, they they have other things that they care about. So, um, yeah, we want we want to get top dollar, but we haven't found a home yet, or we have found yeah. a home and I it's need closing in two weeks. Dates. I yeah. need the ability to maybe stay here for up to sixty days. All I right. need. Um, season passes at Lagoon to make sure my kids don't tear my head apart while we're trying to find a home. But speaking to someone's emotions mm-hmm. can not necessarily be through money, right? right. So And it can be more powerful. Exactly. Far more powerful. So yeah, they, they want to get the top dollar, but if you notice, like the, the Mickey Mouse is everywhere. Well, uh-huh. and, and that goes to when you, a good buyer's agent is one, when you take your clients through the house, you're not just looking for flaws in the house. You're not looking and doing your due diligence. You know, hey, how are things put together? You're also looking at the house of what's there. How can you structure this offer? And as an agent, you should be as well of, is there is there Mickey Mouse everywhere? Is there Donald and Goofy? Is there all of this Disney paraphernalia everywhere? Hey. How about we offer them some tickets to Disneyland? Yeah, let's speak yeah. to their emotions. Yeah. Like we're gonna put in a very competitive offer as far as uh, offer price, mm-hmm. discriminate for money, timelines, you can discriminate for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's add some emotion in there. What else? Like 
because they might be throwing all the offer letters out. Mm-hmm. So, which is a smart move to do. It's, mm-hmm. it's protected. Right. So, how do you get your emotional sway in with this offer? Well, we really like to do offer summaries. Right. And this comes down to like everything you guys were talking about, about customizing the offer for the audience, right? Mm-hmm. We hear it all the time, like audience, pay attention to your audience. In in this transaction, the buyer's audience is the seller's. And if you're paying attention, you know about Disneyland, or you know about hunting or ammunition or whatever it is that, that they love, put down an offer summary. And the, the offer summary can say, look at how much we appreciate the opportunity to offer something on your house. We're offering $5,000 over asking price or 10,000 or whatever it is. We are offering um, an extremely long close because we know that you need to sell your house before. Because you, you, did your yeah, you, you did your research. Yeah, you research. Um, we are offering an, an over appraisal guarantee. We're going to pay up to uh, $10,000 over a low appraisal. Whatever these things are, right? Set those things apart and make a summarized list and send that. Because it's like as an experienced agent, law officer, you can read the contract and be like, okay, 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 okay. But even like the new um, appraisal addendum, mm-hmm. like had an agent ask me, okay, how does it work? This, how it works. So it's super easy, even for the agent to have a summary, but especially the seller who yes. can read common speak and get an idea of what's going on in that contract. Well, because yes. they want to learn. Yeah. They, 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 well, one, they should be looking at the contracts. I mean, it's their contract. Yeah. And so they don't understand everything, but they, I mean, we've had our clients sit there and go, Hey, that was really nice that they explained what it was. You explained it, they read it, and then they read the yeah. contract and they put all three of those things and they matched up. Yeah. It's there. It also helps for in case they don't match up and you go, wait a minute, let's <laughs> review this contract. <laughs> yeah, which, in, in, what do I you mean, mean, I yes. did get an offer summary not too long ago. <laughs> it, not everything that was in the summary was in the contract. Oh. And 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 I honestly think it was just a mistake. Like they probably I, meant to offer. They, they, I think they meant to offer, but it wasn't in the contract, so therefore it wasn't binding. And we made sure we pointed that out, like, hey, it's not there. And you can be careful. I mean, it's yeah. still there, but that's not a contract. It's just a summary. In Yeah. And, it, and you delegalize it, right? You put uh-huh. it in, in layman's term, in common English, so that people can understand it. Um, that way there's no confusing words that they're tripping over or anything mm-hmm. like that. And then you have an opportunity to say in there, oh yeah, by the way, in addition to the extra, the 60 days that we're giving you um, before you have to move out, we're also giving you, you know, four tickets to Disneyland. And we yeah. hope that you enjoy. Well, and this is just one of those things because love letters have become a huge topic just recently. I mean, they've yeah. been around, but they've been a hot topic lately because yeah. they're causing issues because mm-hmm. discriminating is happening both intentional and unintentional. Right. And it's happening. Right. So that's why we wanted to get this out there for you guys to know, like, it's just not worth that legal battle that could happen, that it, it's not there. And agents, that's what you're supposed to be doing anyway, is providing this information to your clients. Exactly. So what did we learn today? Well, my key takeaway is that no matter what, you should not include a love letter, but you should include an offer summary. It's important to do some research and find out who you're buying from in relation to who you're buying for. Remember that there's seven protected classes that you cannot discriminate or talk about in the real estate transactions. So how many love letters have you received today? 
that's what we want to know. Like, comment, subscribe, share this with somebody that you may want to send a love letter to instead. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. Security Home Mortgage NMLS number is 178787. Jason Christiansen NMLS number is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. 15 seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to... There's so here's the thing, yeah. like money talks, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and sex sells, but gender not so much. <laughs> okay. You had to get it out of your system. <laughs> we are realtors, experts at what we do, advocates for what we believe. Here to acknowledge a hard truth. Too many are still locked out of the futures that property can make possible. It will take all of us, realtors stepping up for what's right, and all of you asking hard questions every step of the way. Together, we'll fight until the fight for fair is won. Because this ad won't end discrimination in real estate. People will.